0: Aardfarks live where we farm in our beautiful area of East Grequiland. They are shy, mysterious, nocturnal animals. They live in burrows and aren't seen very often. I'm privileged to have seen an aardfark on two occasions. The first time was early one evening as we drove up to a farm gate. Suddenly, a storm of red dust rose up in front of us as an aardfark began digging quickly with its powerful front claws. After a short while, it turned and left, leaving quite a big hole for us to negotiate. Its long ears were folded back and its coat was, by then, a colour of the soil. It staggered at first, but then got its balance and managed to run off. I often thought about that aardvark. It had a limp. What was his story? I named him Victor. The second time was more recently when one bounded along the road in front of us and then it ran into the long grass. We have two entrances to a series of aardvark burrows at the turn of to our farm driveway. Although those occupants would have left it long ago, they don't live in a burrow for long. And then porcupines and other small animals move in and make it their home. What I've found and been told is that It's more the word writer that is used, but you use either or whichever you prefer. Yes, I think I've always wanted to be a writer. When I was young, we lived on the small farm on the outskirts of Durban. There was a huge stone crawl and a spreading fig tree in a very frightening dark cellar area under the house. But those settings or scenes provided many settings for the adventures of animals, my family members, and fictional characters that I wrote about when I was still quite young. Those stories were in a little diary with a key. Then later we moved back to the suburbs in Durban and we had quite a few pets. Two really dreadful ones. One was a juvenile crocodile and we also had a duck that dive-bombed everybody that came past our gate. We had a rickety tree house in the frangipani tree in the back garden and in our garage the wings and parts of a light aircraft were stored for years that my father was busy assembling to fly one day, which he actually did. So those scenes and the animals and new friends provided further characters and settings for more adventures and mysteries. I've always loved reading and telling stories. I have young grandchildren and they're now listening to the stories that their parents were told. I enjoy traveling too. When I see a new scene or walk down a small street or look in the shade of a tree, it's it always inspires me. It gives me a new setting to introduce a main character. The experiences we share have added to our store of beautiful memories. Nature with its changing scenes the calves and lambs being born, birds building their nests, a tiny seed germinating and growing into a crop to harvest. They are all very inspiring things to live next to and to consider. I think our children all have dreams and aspirations and they're faced with trials along the way. And I've used Victor Fark and his adventures to talk about his ones. He was born with one leg that was shorter than the other one. He battled to get around, and he battled to find friends or to make friends, and he battled to play with them. Later, in the second story, Bruno, who's a classmate and his nemesis, presented further channel challenges and difficulties on a personal level. Then in the final story, Victor finds himself in a position where he has to consider risking his own life and facing some of his own deep fears, to look for Bruno, who has gone missing. Through the three stories, there are many facts to be gleaned about Fox. However, one mustn't set out to teach facts unless you are teaching, or unless you are writing a non-fiction piece of work, because the children soon smell a rat. For budding female authors out there, that would be the most valuable insight that I could share with them. Firstly, writing a story is very rewarding. In a way, one almost parts with a bit of oneself in each story we tell. So I would like to say the story you write is about a character that you feel dearly about. Write about how he overcomes his problem or reaches his goal. It mustn't be too easy though. Your character will also have smaller challenges along the way. Victor's grit got him through the got him through his. I also like to say online courses are a wonderful tool. The story you wish to tell will remain the same, but a course may hone your writing skills and save you many hours of rewriting. All stories have a beginning, a bigger middle and an end. Um, You stated that this is the story of never giving up and asked if I had a person or anything that I've struggled with that felt like a mountain and how I overcame it. Um, Our family had to face a huge challenge. It wasn't one unique to myself. We lost a loved one. My husband fell ill and we had a mountain to climb. I then realized that it was time to record Victor's adventures about digging deep, being kind and showing how he grew from them.